This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Hey folks, Matthew here, and we're doing a live show in LA on April 2nd at 7 p.m. at the Lyric Hyperion Theater in Silver Lake. And we're going to be joined by Bunker Buddies with Andy Bolt and Travis McElroy doing their hilarious fake apocalypse prepping show. And tickets are on sale now at bit.ly slash spilledmilkla. See you in L.A. Today's episode is brought to you by Fuego Box. Molly, do you put hot sauce on everything or at least a lot of things? I put hot sauce on a lot of stuff. Okay, then I think you should check out Fuego Box, which is a hot sauce club that delivers boxes of small batch and gourmet hot sauces right to your doorstep. I hear they focus on flavor over heat. I think that's always a good thing. Yeah. And they avoid gimmicky selections. Hurrah! So you could think of it as a uh, as a hot sauce club for people who love food, especially food with hot sauce on it. Yeah, yeah. To purchase, you go to fuegobox.co and use the code HOTMILK, all one word, for 10 bucks off your first purchase. That's fuegobox.co, promo code HOTMILK, for 10 bucks off the best hot sauces you've probably never heard of. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we... (laughs) I have a cold and I can't remember our tagline. (laughs) Okay. Um, This is the show where we get a cold and forget who we are and go into a fugue state. Uh, Oh, we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we are buttering up some biscuits. Woohoo! And I think this is going to be a show where I learn a lot because I realize that I like biscuits, but I don't really know a lot about biscuits. Well, I wouldn't say I'm any kind of like biscuit expert, certainly not compared to somebody like my friend Brandy Henderson, who owns the pantry uh, cooking school here in Seattle. Brandy is originally from Montgomery, Alabama, and Uh girlfriend knows her biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. I think that pretty much any Southerner has an edge on us when it comes to biscuit knowledge, Matthew. I feel like Girlfriend Knows Her Biscuits is like a country rock song or, or it's like. It's my favorite song. Oh, okay. Girlf- how, how, Girlfriend yeah. Knows Her Biscuits. How does biscuits. that song go, uh, Molly? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's actually, it's kind of like my milkshake brings all the boys uh-huh. to the yard, but it's, it's about girls and biscuits. 
that I can ar- not argue with any part of that. Great. Okay. So uh, this was suggested by listener Elizabeth. Thank you, listener Elizabeth, a girl who knows her biscuits, mm-hmm. no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you hear a meow in the background, <laughs> that's because I got a cat since last time we recorded. <laughs> she just came over to see if she could have some biscuits. And she can't. So um, uh, t- tell me about the biscuits of your youth, Matthew. Um, I am pretty sure the biscuits of my youth, my, my mother may dispute this. I didn't, I didn't speak to her about it before the show, but I think the biscuits of my youth were probably biscuits from a tube. Cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then probably eaten while watching the tube. <laughs> Good mm-hmm. one. I see what you did there. <laughs> no, that was a bad one. So the biscuits of my youth, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's a missed opportunity here for me. Oklahoma is like. Texas's hat. Well, in Oklahoma is sort of like the ultimate like frontier country, yeah. which, which makes it have a Western vibe, but it's basically right next to the South. Yeah, I grew up in Oregon and it really didn't have a vibe. <laughs> I know it does now. Oh, but, yeah. Oregon's yeah. got a strong vibe now. Um, anyway, I grew up not eating a lot of biscuits. I am pretty sure most of the biscuits I had as a kid were eaten in restaurants. Sure. Um, and I think that they were all pretty okay. I remember having generally good feelings about biscuits, but not, I never had one that made me like, we should make these at home all the time. Now, did you, did you ever have biscuits and gravy? No. And I am still a little bit, so I'm curious to talk with you about this being, since we're doing a show about it, seeing as I know that you're somewhat condiment averse, how do you feel about gravy? It is the ultimate like gloopity gloop gloop substance. Well, I don't fear gravy the same way I fear ketchup, but I'm kind of lukewarm on gravy. Ooh, lukewarm gravy. That sounds really bad. That, that's a song I don't want to hear. Like when it loses its sheen on top and starts to develop a bit of a skin. And and starts to jiggle instead of pour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, let's I, not talk about gravy anymore. So can I tell you that I've really never had biscuits and gravy because I've never really been able to look at it? But yeah, it's, it is like kind of sludge on a on a rock. I think that as an adult, I need to get over this. It's sludge on the rock. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things that are gross to look at, but that are actually pretty great. Well, here's the thing, and I feel embarrassed saying this, but I don't know. We, we shouldn't feel embarrassed about any of the things we say on this show, right? This is a safe space? Yeah, this is a safe space. I sort of don't know what gravy is supposed to be like. Like, there's... There's well, so much like bland, like, you know, canned or powdered gravy. Um, and I sort of have a mental taste of what that tastes like. But like good gravy that's supposed to taste like, you know, meaty. I haven't really run across that as often as you would think. Well, I, I think I should clarify, too, that we're not I talking think you should about clarify your gravy. We're not talking about like a raft of egg whites. Oh, look, our biscuits are ready again. Oh, great. They weren't ready earlier, by the way. First so, of all, I have a question. Wait, we weren't yeah? done with gravy. Uh, uh, okay. God. So I think we need to specify here that we're not talking about like turkey gravy or any kind of gravy that you would have on beef. We're talking about the white gravy with sausage in it. Oh, okay. I right? Was, I was sort of picturing the turkey. I don't think I know anything about anything. I, I, was, I, I was kind of picturing the turkey gravy. Yeah. Okay. So the white gravy. Wait, have you ever had biscuits and gravy? I'm pretty sure I have. I think because I had. Because it's, it's that white gravy that's lumpy with sausage bits in it. Right. I think I once had that at Pine State Biscuits in Portland. Ooh, that's a good place to do it uh a place with a real vibe yeah yeah i i guess i mean i think i liked it, it but like it's gloopy right it's gloopy but like when i really think about it uh, there is there are few culinary marriages greater than ours matthew <laughs> you, no. okay, there are a few culinary <laughs> marriages greater than like the sausage and the biscuit yes that that right? is definitely true so uh, the more I talk about this, the more I'm like, 
why don't I just get over myself and have some sausage gravy? Why don't you just get Jeez. over yourself? We didn't make any sausage gravy. We certainly did not. Um, okay, so I have something here. I'm holding in my hand a can. Is, would you call this a can? A tube. Yeah. Of, of Grand's Flaky Layers Buttermilk Biscuits, we're gonna, which we're going to put in the oven in a minute. And I want to try, how, how do you feel about opening these tubes? Because I, I feel like uh, it was a really special experience of my youth. This is my memory lane right here in my hand. So one more time, Molly was not allowed to have these as a child. Oh. So um, I have no memory of opening these as a kid. I do remember doing the, opening it once at a friend's house, and it oh, was like, yeah. didn't you whack it on the side of a table or something? Or Isn't stick, a spoon, stick a spoon into the, the crack. Okay, um, well, let's do it, because I do yeah. have a very visceral memory of that, that one time okay, that this I saw this done, that it smelled really good in there. Yes. Right? Um, okay, I'm having serious problems. This is a defective can. You know what? I did forget to mention the one kind of biscuit that, that was a, a Common, commonly eaten in, in my youth. Mention as many things as you want because I'm going to be wrestling <laughs> yeah, with you're this take, can you're taking for the a while next with your 27 can there. minutes. Um, uh, sweet potato biscuits. Oh yeah. So my mom made really good sweet potato biscuits, um, and sometimes she would uh, make a big ham, and she would buy this like honey cup mustard, which was this sort of wonderfully kind of sticky, stretchy mustard, uh, honey mustard mixture thing that also was really spicy, like that kind of mustard that like sends like flames up your nose. You've definitely talked about this mustard on the yeah. show before. So anyway, you put some of that on a sweet potato biscuit, and then a piece of ham and make a little sandwich out of it. It is great. Okay, I... <laughs> Ugh, I hate this can so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm like sitting... Look what's, look what's happening here. Wait a minute. Whack it on the table, Matthew. Just whack it. I guess that... Okay. Yes! All right. I'm going to go put these... these. Uh, oh, let me two... see. Let me see them. Let me smell them. Oh, God. It's like just oozing out. It's yeah. so gorgeous. It's kind of nice to just open it and squeeze the dough. <laughs> Oh, smell that I mean, that they make dough. those executive stress balls. I think they should, you, you know, a lot cheaper. You can just go get like the mm, store brand biscuit too. It. It's like a buck 50 and you just reach in there. You get squeezing. Oh, that smells so good. Like what are they doing in here? What's in, oh, what's just, in here? You don't want to know. I, I certainly, wow. It, it's mono. It's got mono and diglycerides, I'm sure. It's probably it's got, got. It's got uh, propylene glycol alginate. Yes. I love that stuff. I put it on everything. <laughs> Here you go. Hey, so can we start eating other biscuits while your biscuits bake? Yes. Okay. Matthew, can I tell you something? I would love it if you would tell me something. I really like my Third Love 24-7 t-shirt bra. Oh, you mean the sponsor of today's episode? Uh, yes, and I am not saying this because they are a sponsor of today's episode. Oh, really? So breaking news. I am saying this because it is a really comfortable bra and it fits me really well. Who knew? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So uh, can I tell you a little bit about it? I would, since, I would love to hear more about since it. Since let's be real, I'm not going to show it to you. Yeah. Life is hard. Yeah. The cups are made out of memory foam. And I know, I mean, you know, a lot of ladies have some foam in their bras, but like this is really <laughs> newsflash. Uh -huh. I'm learning so much. This is really comfortable. It, it, it's like really comfortable. It also has this tagless kind of gently padded hook and eye. So it never digs into your back. 
I don't know about you, Matthew, but sometimes my bra straps used to slide down my shoulder and that was really annoying. These don't seem to slide. And best of all, when the strap shows, it's like really pretty. It's it's pleated. Nice. Yeah. I, I love the glimpse of a bra strap. Yeah. Can I say that? I, I do, too. I do, too. OK. Yeah. I think everybody loves it. All right. Great. Yeah. So Third Love stands behind their bras so much that they're willing to let our listeners try this bra for free. They've got this free trial offer where all you have to do is pay a dollar for shipping. You can wear it for 30 days. You can take the tags off. You can wash it. I mean, you can really take this bra for a test drive. Awesome. And if you love it, just keep it. They'll charge your card. If you don't love it, return it. You know, send it back for free even and your card won't be charged. Well, let me ask you one more thing. If people wanted to take advantage of this offer, where would they go? Well, Matthew, they would go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to get started. We're going to start eating these while we talk about them because I'm really hungry. Okay, me too. I'm I'm ready for my biscuit. So this first biscuit that we're eating, uh, this is the biscuit that I made. I have actually only made this biscuit once before and it was like six years ago. And I remember it. So this biscuit is six years old. It is. I remember this biscuit because, A, I was sure that I had messed it up when I made it because I had to sort of like knead it a lot more than I expected to. And I I thought it was going to be. I remember this biscuit (laughs) like yesterday. I thought it was going to be tough. Um, But I remember they were so good. Oh, it's good. And it seemed really triumphant. So that's why I decided to make these again. This is the cream biscuit recipe from Marion Cunningham's classic, The Breakfast Book. And it could not be easier. Wait, I thought you said a minute ago it's from James Beard. Yeah, then I went and looked it up while I was in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered what was going on in there. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm. this is great. Oh, my God. So this is just all-purpose flour, salt, a little bit of sugar, baking powder, a whole ton of cream. Yep. And then a whole ton of butter. And then a whole ton of butter brushed on the top of it. Where did all that butter go? It's in your mouth. Yep. So the cool thing about these is the dough, it looked pretty rough when I put it in the oven, right? Oh, it looked it looked like it, it had been through some shit. It was just kind of flat and looked really heavy. And, and I, had I was like, skeptical. I thought these were going to be like rocks. Yeah. It looked flat and heavy and I had kneaded it again more than I thought that I should have. But anyway, they puff up like three to four times their height and they're gorgeous. Impress your friends. Yeah. If you have some, some pent up rage and you want to punch some dough, you could like you could abuse this dough uh-huh. like nobody's business and it's still going to bake up mm-hmm. like air. Oh. This biscuit is still going to bring all the, all your, call your girlfriend, Matthew. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'll be right back. (laughs) We'll put in some some beep boop phone dialing noises. (laughs) Beep boop. That's what you, that's that's what a, that's what a. That's what June says when she's pretending to be a robot. (laughs) I am a robot. Beep boop. <laughs> okay. Well, she's got that right. I mean, that is what robots say. So, how do you feel about? Um, so, people tend to have strong opinions about whether they like their biscuits flaky or whether they like them really tender. Uh, and this is definitely a tender biscuit. Yeah. Uh, I I am on the tender biscuit side, but I'm not going to say no to any well baked biscuit. I'm for sure on the tender biscuit side. My friend Brandy, as previously mentioned, she is still a, your friend. Still my friend. She. Even though she is a flaky biscuit person. Oh. And what she thinks So of, you're saying her biscuits don't bring you to her yard? Not really. Okay. I mean, I I like them. Don't don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I would eat them. 
But personally, when I make biscuits at home, I make a tender biscuit. <laughs> and personally, when I just I, want to keep saying tender keep... biscuit. <laughs> uh, who can I start calling tender biscuit? I don't know. I think that's uh, valid. You know, we by the end of this episode, we will have put together a whole like, you know, uh, classic, classic hits of the 70s compilation like you used to see on TV in the 80s, mm-hmm. 80s in the 80s. <laughs> when you were eating your when SpaghettiOs. You were eating your, your 80s cereal. Yeah, your SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Um, um, where the, the song in red would be the one that was playing. I think you mean Lady in Red. <laughs> She's dancing with me. There's nobody here. Oh, boy. Yes, that is what I meant. Um, anyway, so Brandy's biscuits are, ex- like, extremely flaky. Like, kind of like this tube of biscuits that we currently have in the oven. Like, you could peel the layers apart. Well, I hope so. That's what it shows on the package. So, okay, so we've determined that Brandy's biscuits are extremely flaky. Mm-hmm. I, is it okay? That, I mean, I know Brandy oh. also, but is it okay that I'm that I'm uh, picturing Moesha? Who's Moesha? You know, from from uh, Brandy from the show Moesha. Someone will know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. We just the the biscuits just hit the bloodstream. Apparently, <laughs> when when do you eat biscuits? Sunday morning, and sometimes with uh, with dinner. Wait, do you eat them often? Pretty often, yeah. Oh, really? What I was going to say is the person whose biscuits bring me to the yard is your wife. Is my wife? Oh, Um, (laughs) she she loves biscuits. She makes biscuits often. Um, Generally, uh, the the tender biscuits. Whose recipe does she use? So she uses um, often a often a Cook's Illustrated recipe, and then also uh, probably our favorite biscuit in the house is is kind of a loaded biscuit. And we should talk about how how we feel about biscuits with stuff in them. Okay, uh, but it's uh, Lorna Yee's uh, cheddar and ham biscuits. Oh, so that's like from a that's the like newlywed a f- kitchen. That's like a full full meal there in a biscuit. It absolutely is. So that that is often like that with some apple slices. Perfect Sunday breakfast. Wonderful. And so is that a tender biscuit? Is, it is, Lor- it is, is Lorna t- Yee a tender biscuit? Oh, undoubtedly. I think that Lorna would be okay with us calling her a tender biscuit. I'm going to say yes because we're not asking her permission. No, no. Um, so uh, as I guess you have probably deduced from my saying I haven't made these biscuits in like six years – I don't make biscuits a lot at home. And now I'm kind of like, why don't I? Because uh, this is so easy. And it's so good. And it's so good. Um, I think that mostly when I eat biscuits is when I go to the Wandering Goose. Sure. And we have which, a Wandering Goose biscuit here now. Should we, should we I, dig into it? I just want to keep saying Wandering Goose biscuit really often <laughs> because it reminds me of like a, like, it's like a euphemism for a turd. A wan- like, yes. a, like it's a, a, like your goose got out of the yard and it's wandering <laughs> around and it left a biscuit. Brought all the boys to the yard, but then got out of the yard. Uh, we, we have a real goose poop problem in Seattle. We know. do? Are you kidding me? What? So, I've like, never heard of this. Oh, God. So you go to a park. You go, especially like uh, the, the University of Washington campus is Canada geese infested. It's, it's How did I not notice that when I was in school there? They're aggressive. They're belligerent. Uh, they steal your food and then they poop this everywhere. Is, I wonder if this has happened. I, I just realized recently that I finished my degree 10 full years ago now. Oh, I finished my degree 14 years ago. But you've been on the UW campus a decent amount since then. And sure. I have not really been on the UW campus in 10 years. God, I love hanging out on campus. You do? I really do. Really? The, the Wi-Fi is extremely fast. No one ever, you can just go hang out wherever and no one bothers you. Gosh, uh, we should have a work date or something there we sometime. We definitely should. Let's do it. And let's look for some Canada geese. Yeah. 
Whenever I say that, I Wait, feel like I'm saying no, Canada. No, drive. no, no, no. We don't want to look for, for they will find you and oh. kill you. Okay, so this biscuit, the Wandering Goose biscuit. <laughs> so the Wandering Goose is a southern uh, cafe here in Seattle. Uh, it is delicious. Mm. This biscuit kind of looks from the outside more like a scone. It's kind of got this like crackled top. It looks like it's kind of slumped over a little bit. Let me ask you this. What's the difference between a biscuit and a scone? Mm. I tend to think of a biscuit as being lighter. Okay. And, yeah, lighter. Floofier. A little less sweet. Yeah. This biscuit is definitely sweeter than yours. This biscuit is sweeter than mine, and mm, this is delicious, but this feels like a scone to me. Yeah, it's it's kind of scony. I, I think uh, I, this is a great scone. I, I mean, think, I would call this a fantastic scone. It might be a little lighter if we if we had heated it up. I, it's a good biscuit. Oh, it's a very. I mean, I I love the Wandering Goose. Now, how do you feel about biscuit sandwiches? Mm, I don't like that. I think structurally they are unsound. I don't understand how entire businesses have been built. On the biscuit sandwich, because you cannot pick it up or else it starts crumbling. I mean, a biscuit that is truly a great biscuit cannot possibly hold up to a sandwich filling, much less the like entire breast of fried chicken that's often put into a biscuit sandwich. Right. Am I ranting a little too much? No, no. As you know, people tune into this show for our fiery rants. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? So you, you, you hate your friend. Um, you're okay with you're okay with goose attacks. Mm-hmm. What about me and biscuit? I completely agree with you. I think I think uh, you know they're they're structurally unsound. Um, they probably they probably don't conform to the building code. In fact, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when I see a biscuit sandwich falling apart when I try and pick it up, you know I report it to the to the inspector. They definitely did not apply for the right permits. That's I mean, exactly they, they it. would have never gotten by the no. the the building department. No, you can't you can't no. get like a triple decker. You know jalapeno and and chicken. I mean, Brandon tried to put a giant piece of fried chicken in the middle of our new restaurant. No, and and I'm sure. And the building code, whoo, the inspector was like, nuh-uh. No, there was a guy with a mustache and a clipboard standing right there just shaking his head like, you know, why did you even try and get this passed? And how are you going to get all this grease out of the middle of your restaurant now? Oh, grease trap. I can answer that. Grease trap, right. Grease trap. Have you heard the new Grease Trap record? <laughs> so many great hits Hey, from have the you 70s. ever been present for a Grease Trap cleaning? No, I think we've talked about this before. I think we have, but Obviously, I just can't get enough I mean, of it. I mean, you you know how I feel about cleaning out uh, hairballs out of drains. You would love, so I would love a Grease, a trap, grease trap After we did that episode about hairballs and drains, someone, one of our listeners uh, emailed me to let me know that there was an episode of a show, I think called My My Strange Addiction. Yeah. That, uh, where they profiled a guy. It was like, you know, a reality show where they profiled a guy who was addicted to cleaning hairballs out of drains to the extent that he would do it at other people's houses. I just want to specify... I am not that guy. Oh, okay. Okay. That's like somebody who likes picking scabs so much that, that they would like lean over to a stranger in the bus and be exactly like, That's right. Oh, that scab on your elbow. I need to pick it. I guarantee there are people on the bus in Seattle who do that. Oh. <laughs> hey, are your biscuits done yet? We got like uh, 20 seconds. So let's talk about. Oh, yes. Can we talk about the legend that is the Touch of Grace biscuit? Yes, I want you to explain it to me because I don't really understand. Wait, have you never made them? I don't think I've made them. Are you serious? We, we've established I'm not the biscuitier in my oh, family. Oh, okay, okay. Well, if you... Oh, okay, hold on. Matthew's going to go get the biscuits out of the oven. I'm giving it two more minutes, that is. 
So, Touch of Grace Biscuits. This is a recipe that, as far as I understand, was developed by Shirley Courier. It was certainly first written about by Shirley Courier. She is a food scientist. Is that how you say her name? Yes, I believe so. Uh, C-O-R-R-I-H-E-R. Yep. Cora her. Cora her. Cora him. Cora what? Um... Anyway, she wrote a wonderful book called um, Cookwise. And she also used to appear on Alton Brown's show as kind of like, you know, this kind of kooky science lady who he would, you know, who would pop up whenever he had a problem. Yes. Um, I need I need someone like that. I think we all do. Uh-huh. Clearly anyway, on this show, like often we're like, how does that work? I don't know. If someone would just pop up and say. I w- I'm, I'm picturing her sort of just appearing at the end of the table that we're sitting at, just slowly yes. raising up like, on a, on did, a, is someone looking for the science lady? Rising up on a dais? Is yes. that a thing? Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Shirley Corrier wrote about these biscuits. It is the ultimate tender biscuit. And here is how they work. Okay. So you use, she calls for a, a southern flour, which is a softer flour. It's lower in gluten than all purpose flour. So she recommends like Aunt Jemima brand or White Lily White brand. White Lily. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, I have also made them with all-purpose flour. They just are not quite as tender. Are these but... traditionally made with self-rising flour, or is that something else I'm thinking so of? So White Lily, uh, there are other biscuits made with self-rising flour. I think White Lily is a self-rising flour. But anyway, the, the, the gist of it is that you're using a really soft flour that's low in gluten, and then that you are adding a ton of liquid to it. Like, Matthew... The the dough for these, and I say dough like with big air quotes, the dough looks like cottage cheese. You are adding so much buttermilk and cream to this flour mixture. They also have a decent amount of sugar in them, and they use yeah. shortening too. Anyway, in order to shape the biscuits, you get like a big like a pie plate full of flour, and you scoop the dough, which is seriously like cottage cheese. You scoop oh, a, a scoop of it. I didn't know it. any of this stuff. It is so wet. You scoop it into the pie plate of flour, and you kind of pick it up, and it feels like a water balloon in your hands. And you kind of toss it back and forth between your hands to get it coated in flour. I'm so glad you know this, because I didn't and know any of this I stuff. I make them every Thanksgiving, and I've probably made them every Thanksgiving for 10 years. And then the residue is still on your hands. It is. but So because they are so water balloony, you pack them water together balloon-y. in, a, in a, um, a cake pan, so they're touching one another. And anyway, they and then you brush them with butter. So they go in there looking like a whole bunch of white water balloons crowded together in a pan. Wow. And as they bake, they basically climb up each other and give off a tremendous amount of steam as they rise because the dough is so wet. And what you wind up with is this super light, super moist, unbelievably tender biscuit that has a strong like buttermilk flavor and is also very very rich from the cream and butter they are unbelievable we will link to a recipe i have a question why didn't you make that well because it's not thanksgiving I it's guess. not thanksgiving and it's it's a little messier it's, well yeah it's messier than what i made okay so i have here a, a grand flaky buttermilk biscuit this looks terrible it doesn't look promising it has it has the aroma, ooh, but like a puff of steam came out when I pulled a layer off. It has the aroma of like a, a, a you know Pillsbury Crescent Roll, which I find to be a nostalgic aroma. It looks like a, it looks like a type of like plastic food that that would appear in my child's little like toy kitchen. Oh yeah, plastic biscuit. You know these layers are not separating the way I want them to. 
Um, uh, sorry, I'm just manhandling this biscuit. I'm lady handling this biscuit. That's pretty good in its own way. It's a different kind of thing. Okay. It's it's so light. I mean, it truly looks like an industrial food product. That's because it is. Oh, it's so sweet. It came out of a tube. It's so sweet. Hmm. It is really good in its own right. It reminds me of the flavor of a Bisquick pancake. Yep. It's very fatty tasting, but not in like a buttery way. I believe on the tube there was a uh, a link to a recipe for how to turn them into cinnamon sugar donut holes. Which <laughs> that seems, makes a yep. lot of sense. Hey, can I go get another one of my biscuits? Please. Okay, so Matthew, you wanted to talk about Sir Mix-a-Lot. Do you know the Sir Mix-a-Lot song, Buttermilk Biscuits? Oh, I remember it from like when I was in middle school or something. Sure. Right? You know, biscuits, biscuits, buttermilk biscuits. Um, that's I, I don't have any observation about it, just that uh, I feel it would uh, we would be remiss not to talk about hometown hero Sir Mix-a-Lot and his buttermilk biscuits. So what's the big deal with buttermilk and biscuits? Is it supposed to make them more tender? I mean, my biscuit here has no buttermilk in it, but it has a, a... I think there are a lot of different ways to get there. I mean, I think buttermilk brings a certain flavor. It uh, it brings a, a, a healthy rise because of the acidity. Oh, a healthy rise. Uh-huh. Get your real healthy rise out of you. <laughs> Um, and uh, that rise looks healthy. <laughs> thanks, thanks for noticing. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, that's my answer. Cool. There, there are many roads to Biscuit Town, and, and all of them are are paved with yep good intentions. <laughs> <laughs> all of them are paved with goose poop, apparently. <laughs> so. I think you also wanted to talk about cornmeal biscuits. Oh yeah, so I think cornmeal biscuits are really great with chili. Uh, you know, you can make Ooh. corn muffins with chili. Cornmeal biscuits, just kind of another variation. So you know, flakier and crumblier than than a uh, than a muffin. You know, you make them you make it sort of scone style in that uh, the, the way Lori makes them, it's it's a cream biscuit. Uh, you roll it out into into a circle and then cut it into wedges mm-hmm. and bake the wedges, hmm. uh, and they're great. Um, my friend Ben likes to make um, Mark Bittman's yogurt drop scones. My friend Ben likes to make a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, my friend Ben likes to make Mark Bittman's. <laughs> like my friend Ben likes a Bittman biscuit. I, I can't. What? I've got this this line stuck in my head. <laughs> anyway, I believe they're yogurt drop biscuits. Um. Oh, I didn't even know you could put yogurt they in taste a biscuit. Much more, they taste much leaner than mm-hmm. than these cream biscuits. I mean, obviously. Uh, they're good on the fly. I got to say, I don't love them. Can I be honest? Wait, what does they're good on the fly mean? Oh, they're they're really quick to make. Uh, you can make them with like stuff that you pretty much always have in your house. Okay. So... Um, uh, they don't requ- they don't require kneading the biscuits that I made. Okay. I kneaded a little bit. Uh, his, you know, you just spoon them up on a spoon and plop them on the the, the oh a, a drop pan. biscuit a drop biscuit yeah or spoon and plop as some call it yes. Uh, anyway, but I I like them. But I gotta say, can I be honest here? No, yes, I, I may live to regret this. But are you about to diss Ben's biscuits? No, I don't like Mark Bittman recipes very much. Oh, you're about to diss Bittman's biscuits? Absolutely, never do. Never. Are you bitching about Bittman's biscuits? I I like Bittman's biscuits because my friend Ben is the one who bakes them, um, and and Ben probably doesn't measure and puts more butter in there than he's supposed to, oh. and like that's just kind of how Ben is, and, and they're quite good. So so but- Ben Ben butters them biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> ben Ben buttered Bittman's biscuits. <sighs> 
Hey, ladies, do you rush when you get home to take off that itchy, uncomfortable bra? Well, Third Love is an exciting new lingerie brand that uses real women's measurements to create better fitting bras. In fact, they have a 100% fit guarantee, and that means that returns and exchanges are always free. Try Third Love's best-selling 24-7 t-shirt bra for free for 30 days. Start your free trial now at thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. All right. Uh, you can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com, where we'll probably post a couple of biscuit recipes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely the one I, the one you made was certainly my favorite. Oh, my favorite too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll post a recipe for how to how to open a tube of uh, of biscuits if we ever figure out how to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. That, that too was very frustrating. I'm gonna. I'm really sorry. I can see that you're you're all you're you got like, your. I, I feel tense all over. I you've need, got your your feathers ruffled. Yeah, I need someone to, to rub me down with with uh, oceans of butter. Do you mean with like propyl glycol alginate? I need, yeah, I need I need an alginate uh, scrub <laughs> rub down. Yeah, an alginate rub down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilled milk podcast, where you can tell us about uh, the biscuits, which biscuits bring you to which yard. Okay. Um, and uh, you can also find us on Facebook. Did you already do that? That's what I did just moments ago. <laughs> <laughs> and you can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh-huh. Yep. And um, Or wherever podcasts are sold. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, in your grocer's freezer case. That's right. If you if you purchase this store in your grocer's freezer case, fill out a comment card. They'll post it on the on the board at Whole Foods and respond to it. If you'd like your grocer's freezer case to carry this podcast, you can leave that on their comment board too. Yeah, or just or just talk to your grocer. Yeah, talk to your grocer. M- meet the producer. Uh, and speaking of which, our producer is Abby Circatella. Thank you, Abby. And until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I just realized I don't even have a yard. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amsterberg. <laughs> wow. I, I'm Fucked Up Jack. You're listening to the Fucked Up Jack Show on WXYZ. <laughs> and I'm... The I was gonna try. I was gonna say I was gonna. I, I was gonna say I was the Rock, but then okay. I realized that the Rock is a real <laughs> that, person. That name is taken. <laughs> yeah. But okay. You're you're the biscuit girl. Yeah, I am. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 